Well, welcome everybody to our annual celebration of Christmas in word and music. This is a special program that's put together once a year by the Liturgy Committee, which is me and our estimable uh, choir leader and organist, Fred, May Morris, Winky Thomas, and Paul Nelson. And we put this together some years ago and we keep tweaking it and uh, it's great fun to do. It's a non-Eucharistic service, means there's no communion. And um, so it's uh, just nothing but a sequence of scripture readings, readings from poems and passages by theologians and Christian thinkers and some of the favorite hymns of the season. Yeah, you might think of it as a kind of after echo of Christmas or a taste of Christmas. So welcome to our, our service and let's begin by singing um, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing.
gave to your incarnate Son the holy name of Jesus to be the sign of our salvation. Plant in every heart, we pray, the love of him who is the Savior of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. The first lesson is from the second chapter of Luke. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The word of the Lord.
Second reading is from John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not but one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of the people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The word of the Lord. The third reading is an excerpt from The Mystery of Holy Night by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. As if to shame the mightiest human efforts and achievements, a child is placed at the center of history. A child born of humans, a son given by God. That is the mystery of the world's redemption Everything past and everything future is encompassed here. The infinite mercy of Almighty God comes to us, condescends to us in the form of a child, his son. That this child has been born for us, that this son has been given, that this human child, the son of God belongs to me, that I know him, have him, love him, that I am his and he is mine. My very life now depends entirely on all these things. A child has our life in his hand.
The fourth reading is taken from the work of Father Henry Nouwen, The Road to Daybreak. Somehow I realized that songs, music, good feelings, glorious liturgies, nice presents, big dinners, and many sweet words do not make Christmas. Christmas is saying yes to something beyond all emotions and feelings. Christmas is saying yes to a hope based on God's initiative, which has nothing to do with what I think or feel. Christmas is believing that the salvation of the world is God's work and not mine. Things will never look just right or feel just right. If they did, someone would be lying. But it is into this broken world that a child is born who is called the light of the world, the Prince of Peace.
I read from a sermon preached on Christmas Day by Lancelot Andrews 400 years ago in 1622. It is the 15th of 17 nativity sermons he preached between 1605 and 1624 in a chapel in Whitehall to a congregation that always included King James. The sermon is based on the first two verses of Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2. The sermon is one of two that Andrews preached on these two verses. I read a short portion of Andrews' sermon. Having preached about the star and prophecy, something seen and something said, Andrews shifts to venimus, something done. The wise men travel. Andrews preaches about their trip. In the middle of this passage, Andrews preaches the lines that moved T.S. Eliot to post them at the start of his poem, Journey of the Magi. Now to Venimus, their coming itself. And it follows well, for it is not a star only, but a lodestar. And whither should Stella Eus Ducere but ad eum, whither lead us but to him whose the star is, the star to the star's master. All this while we have been at Dicentes, saying and seeing. Now we shall come to Facientes, see them do somewhat upon it. It is not saying nor seeing will serve St. James, he will call and be still calling for ostende mihi, show me thy faith by some work. And well may he be allowed to call for it this day. It is the day of Vidimus appearing, being seen. You have seen his star, let him now see your star another while. And so they do. Make your faith to be seen. So it is their faith in the steps of their faith. And so was Abraham's first by coming forth of his country, as these here do. And so walk in the steps of the faith of Abraham, do his first work. It is not commended to stand gazing up into heaven too long, not on Christ himself ascending, much less on his star. For they sat not still gazing on the star. Their vidimus begat venimus. Their seeing made them come, come a great journey. Venimus is soon said, but a short word but many a wide and weary step they made before they could come to say Venimus, lo, here we are come, come and at our journey's end. To look a little on it, 
In this their coming, we consider first the distance of the place they came from. It was not hard by as the shepherds, but a step to Bethlehem over the fields. This was riding many a hundred miles and cost them many a day's journey. Secondly, we consider the way that they came, if it be pleasant or plain and easy. For if it be, it is so much the better. This was nothing pleasant, for through deserts all the way waste and desolate. Nor, secondly, easy neither. For over the rocks and crags of both Arabias, especially Petraea, their journey lay. Yet, if safe, but it was not, but exceeding dangerous as lying through the midst of the black tents of Kedar, a nation of thieves and cutthroats, to pass over the hills of robbers, infamous then and infamous to this day, no passing without great troop or convoy. Last, we consider the time of their coming, the season of the year. It was no summer progress. A cold coming of it they had at this time of the year, just the worst time of the year to take a journey, and especially a long journey in. The ways deep, the weather sharp, the days short, the sun farthest off in solstitio brumali, the very dead of winter. Venimus, we are come, if that be one. Venimus, we are now come, come at this time, that sure is another. And these difficulties they overcame, of a wearisome, irksome, troublesome, dangerous, unseasonable journey, and for all this they came. And came it cheerfully and quickly, as appeareth by the speed they made. It was but vidimus venimus with them. They saw and they came. No sooner saw, but they set out presently. So as upon the first appearing of the star, as it might be last night, they knew it was Balaam's star. It called them away. They made ready straight to begin their journey this morning, a sign they were highly conceited of his birth, believed some great matter of it, that they took all these pains, made all this haste that they might be there to worship him with all the possible speed they could. Sorry for nothing so much as that they could not be there soon enough, with the very first, to do it even this day, the day of his birth. All considered, there is more in Venimus than shows at first sight. It is not for nothing, it was said in the first verse, Ecce Venerunt, their coming hath an Ecce on it, it well deserves it.
Let us pray. Lord, let us place wreaths on the doors of our own hearts so that the Holy Spirit may find these doors, enter in and take up lodging there, and by that presence make us holy. We ask that the entrance of the Holy Spirit create an island of calm and gentleness within gave us the gift of life. You put us in a stunning world. You made us free to choose. In Jesus Christ, the light of the world, you gave us new life and new hope for knowing you. May that light shine through our choices, our works, our words, our acts, so that others will praise you, source of light and love. Amen. And now, as our Savior taught us, we are bold to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. I will be reading The Journey of the Magi by T.S. Eliot. A cold coming we had of it. Just the worst time of year for a journey. Oh, such a long journey. The ways deep, the weather sharp, the very dead of winter. And the camel's galled, sore-footed reef factory lying down in the melting snow. There are times we regretted the summer, places on slopes, the terraces and the silken girls bringing sherbet. Then the camel men came cursing and grumbling and running away and wanting their liquor and women. And the night 
fires going out, the lack of shelters, the cities hostile and towns unfriendly, and the villages dirty and charging high prices. Poof, a hard time we had of it. At the end, we prepared to travel all night, sleeping in snatches, with the voices singing in our ears, saying, oh, this was all a folly. Then at dawn, we came down to a tempered valley, wet below the snow line, smelling of vegetation, with a running stream and a watermill beating in the darkness, and three trees lay low in the sky, <laughs> and an old white horse galloped away in the meadow. Then we came to a tavern with vine leaves on the lentil, six hands at an open door dicing for pieces of silver and feet kicking the wine skins. But there was no information. And so we continued in arriving at evening, not a moment too soon, finding the place it was, as you might say, satisfactory. Oh, this was a long time ago, I remember, and I would do it again. But set down this, set down this. Were we led all the way for birth, or death. There was a birth, certainly we had evidence, and no doubt I had seen birth and death, but thought they were different. This birth was hard and bitter agony for us. Like death, our death. We returned to our places these kingdoms, but no longer at ease in the old dispensation, with an alien people clutching their gods. I should be glad of another death.
from Henry Thurman, Howard Thurman. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with the flocks, then the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal those broken in spirit, to feed the hungry, to release the oppressed, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among all peoples, to make a little music with the heart, and to radiate the light of Christ every day, in every way, in all that we do, and in all that we say. Then the work of Christmas begins. Amen. May Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one all things earthly and heavenly, fill us with joy and peace. May the Prince of Peace give us his peace this day and always. May the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us forever. Amen. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of Emmanuel. Thanks be to God.